Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. UK Pound slides even more. Your news update and we talk Ethereum on this edition of Arbitrage News Weekend starting right now. Hello and welcome to Arbitrage News Weekend for September 24, 2022. I'm Joshua Stark. Britain's new government on Friday announced a sweeping plan of tax cuts it said would be funded by borrowing and revenue generated by anticipated economic growth, part of a series of high-risk moves to combat a cost-of-living crisis and bolster a faltering financial picture. But Treasury Chief Kwasi Kwarteng offered few details on the cost of the program and its impact on the government's own targets for reducing deficits and borrowing. The two-pronged approach offers short-term help for homes and businesses struggling with soaring energy costs while betting that lower taxes and reduced red tape will spur economic growth. The Federal Reserve delivered a blunt reckoning Wednesday of what it will take to finally tame painfully high inflation, slower growth, higher unemployment, and potentially a recession. Speaking at a news conference, Chair Jerome Powell acknowledged what many economists have been saying for months, that the Fed's goal of engineering a soft landing in which it would manage to slow growth enough to curb inflation but not so much as to cause a recession looks increasingly unlikely. The chances of a soft landing, Powell said, are likely to diminish as the Fed steadily raises borrowing costs to slow the worst streak of inflation in four decades. No one knows whether this process will lead to a recession or, if so, how significant that recession would be. The Treasury Department said Friday it's allowing American tech firms to expand their business in Iran, one of the most sanctioned companies in the world, to boost Internet access for the Iranian people. The Iranian government cut most Internet access for its 80 million citizens during a crackdown on demonstrators protesting the death of 22-year-old Masa Amini in the custody of Iran's morality police. The morality police detained Amini last week, saying she didn't properly cover her hair with the Islamic headscarf known as the hijab, which is mandatory for Iranian women. Amini collapsed at a police station and died three days later. At least nine protesters have been killed in clashes with Iranian security forces since violence erupted Over the weekend, U.S. sanctions were imposed Thursday on the morality police and leaders of law enforcement agencies. The unveiling of a futuristic luxury model home on Panama's Caribbean coast tanked Thursday when the Seapod Eco 
prototype perched above the water on a column slumped onto an adjacent dock. Developer Ocean Builders said in a statement that the sleek white home began to destabilize at the end of the launch event. It said no one was injured and the cause was being investigated. The home, that is reminiscent of a spaceship, sits well above the water and features expansive views from a row of windows. The developers had planned to begin offering the homes for sale next year, touting them as friendly to the environment and the economy. Royce is on the road this week, but we're going to tech up and check with him anyway and have news and more next on Arbitrage News Weekend. Stick around. It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... ...could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. This week's ArbitrageTrade.com blog includes AI is ruining everything parts do, Bill Gates on world hunger, and Royce explains why we're not using Ethereum miners anymore. All this and more in this week's Arbitrage blog, available now at ArbitrageTrade.com. Now let's go to that prophet of prophets, that evangelist of Ethereum, Mr. Royce Wells. Royce, can I get a take profit? Take profit. <laughs> Royce is out evangelizing. Yeah, Royce is out evangelizing the uh, the arbitrage way, and he is in parts near and far. That's why we're doing a little bit of technological wizardry for you today. So speaking of technological wizardry, let's talk about AI again. We, we've talked about AI. It's probably one of our favorite subjects, right? Because oh, yeah, gonna, artificial intelligence. Yeah, they're, they're going to they're gonna subjugate us all, right? Absolutely. Hey, at least twice. So now, <laughs> so now AI is taking over the art world. We talked about this a few weeks ago. And uh, now we've got a little bit more information about that. Um, there's a work yeah. uh, called Theatra, Theatra, the Opera Spatiale, meaning uh, Space Opera Theater, uh, that was entered okay. by Jason Allen into the Colorado State Fair in August of this year. Allen used oh, an AI program known as Mid Journey that turns text into graphics, right? So, oh, wow. yeah. So he entered this into, cool, yeah, he entered this into a competition and won. Nice. As he should have, as he yeah. should have. Well, I mean, it's, it's an AI piece of art. So who won the human that submitted it or the AI? I would say it was a collaborative work. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, so mid journey, in case you're, in case you're curious, it's open source and available online and you can make art with it. As we right, talked I'm about now, I'm going to plaster every single wall in arbitrage headquarters with art. There you go. There you go. As we talked about before, anything that learns via mathematical modeling or anything that learns in general needs something to learn from the mid journey. AI is no exception and, uh, was trained by using real human artists works, which is why it has the ability to mimic what could be created by a person. So well, now this can be taken into a lot of different directions. Can it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they just the different applications you have, right? Yeah. Not only that. Go ahead. Not only that, but you can uh, you can use an AI artist to restore a painting. You could even use an AI artist to forge. Oh, I didn't even paintings. think about that. Yeah. Forging. Oh, and then the master copy. If you want just a copy, I'm assuming it, it can copy whatever it sees, right? Oh well, sure. See, now, you can print out as many prints as you want, and they look like all originals. Now, this is going to be something that AI ethics groups are going to take a look at. Uh, it's going to be something that's not going to go away, um, considering uh, Alan and people like himself are, are submitting works from AI. We'll keep an eye on this, but we'll also be back in a moment on Arbitrage Weekend. Stick around. Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that we can give our daughters everything they need to grow and learn. But not every child can focus on classes and play dates. Nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. face hunger. That's one in six. School lunch might be their only meal each day, and it's heartbreaking to imagine any child going to bed hungry. We're dreaming of a perfect day when kids can smile, play, and just be kids without worrying about where their next meal will come from. Feeding America is working to make that perfect day a reality. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. That food is given to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about doing things that make an ordinary day extraordinary. Learning to play an instrument, building a sandcastle, hosting tea parties. Hunger should never be an obstacle to growing up. You can help end childhood hunger in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. The National Transportation Safety Board is recommending that all new vehicles in the U.S. be equipped with blood alcohol monitoring systems that can stop an intoxicated person from driving. The recommendation, if enacted by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, could reduce the number of alcohol-related crashes, one of the biggest causes of highway deaths in the U.S., the new push to make roads safer was included in a report released Tuesday about a horrific crash last year in which a drunk driver collided head-on with another vehicle near Fresno, California, killing both adult drivers and seven children. The NHTSA said this week that roadway deaths in the U.S. are at crisis levels. Nearly 43,000 people were killed last year, the greatest number in 16 years, as Americans returned to roads after pandemic stay-at-home orders. Early estimates show fatalities rising again through the first half of this year, but they declined from April through June, which authorities are hoping is a trend. 
the NTSB, which has no regulatory authority and can only ask other agencies to act, said the recommendation is designed to put pressure on the NHTSA to move. It could be effective as early as three years from now. We need the NHTSA to act. We see the numbers, NTSB Chairman Jennifer Homendy said. We need to make sure that we are doing all we can to save lives. The NTSB has been pushing the NHTSA to explore alcohol monitoring technology since 2012. The faster the technology is implemented, the more lives that will be saved, she said. The recommendation also calls for systems to monitor a driver's behavior, making sure they're alert. She said many cars now have cameras pointed at the driver, which have the potential to limit impaired driving. But Homendy says she also understands that perfecting the alcohol tests will take time. We also know that it's going to take time for NHTSA to evaluate what technologies are available and how to develop a standard. The agency and a group of 16 automakers have been jointly funding research on alcohol monitoring since 2008, forming a group called Driver Alcohol Detection System for Safety. The company has hired a Swedish company to research technology that would automatically test a driver's breath for alcohol and stop a vehicle from moving if the driver is impaired, said Jake McCool, spokesman for the group. The driver wouldn't have to blow into a tube and a sensor would check the driver's breath, McCool said. Another company is working on light technology that tests for blood alcohol in a person's finger, he said. Breath technology could be ready by the end of 2024, while the touch technology could come about a year later. It would take one or two more model years after automakers get the technology for it to be in new vehicles, McCool said. Once the technology is ready, it will take years for it to be in most of the roughly 280 million vehicles on U.S. roads. Under last year's bipartisan infrastructure law, Congress required NHTSA to make automakers install alcohol monitoring systems within three years. The agency can seek an extension. In the past, it has been slow to enact such requirements. The legislation doesn't specify the technology, only that it must passively monitor a driver to determine if they are impaired. In 2020, the most recent figures available, 11,654 people died in alcohol-related crashes. Okay, so Sarah, I'm dropping you off at Emily's? Yep. And Josh, you're going to? Soccer, Dad. Soccer practice. Right. Oh, by the way, I just wanted to let you know when I pick you both up, I'll be wearing my short shorts. What? No! Yep. And my dorky dad hat, and I'm going to do my dad dance for all your friends. They'll love it. Seriously? Why? Because I like my short shorts. Of course, I could be talked out of it if you guys would just buckle up your seatbelts without giving me a hard time. It's important to get your kids to buckle up for safety, no matter what it takes. And sometimes, all it takes is your parental powers of persuasion. Okay, okay, we're buckling up. See, all buckled. Good choice. I'll just have to do my dad dance at dinner time. What, what? No! <laughs> Do what you have to to make sure your kids are wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup. 
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. More information. Royce, we talk a lot about cryptocurrency here at the office and, and with uh, our arbitrage customers. We try to get them in on some good deals for cryptocurrency, but... Um, the Biden administration appears like they're trying to get a good deal on cryptocurrency as well. Oh, yeah. They're trying to go into digital assets and give us a national currency that's digital now. Yeah, it's apparently called basically the digital dollar. Um, something called CBDC, which is Central Bank Digital Currency. Is that right? Yep, that's what I heard. Yeah, so... Apparently, you know, and and we've been dealing with cryptocurrency for a while. The reality oh, is, oh yeah, definitely, two thousand and two, right? Early the, adopters, exactly. the The reality of it is, the U.S. is fairly new in the game, right? Absolutely. Um, they basically are late to the party because other com- countries had to adopt it early before we can actually dip our toe in to basically weigh in. Right. The lightweights had to get it. Now here comes the heavyweights. Well, not only that, it looks like 105 countries representing more than 95% of global uh, gross domestic product are already exploring or have created a CBDC. And it looks like we're kind of in with the UK on this. They haven't either. Ah, yes, yes, this is true. But hey, it's not the first time we've ever been grouped with the UK, right? That's true. That's true. So Biden issues a uh, an executive order in March calling out a variety of of uh, you know variety of agencies to try to look at ways to get in on this to regulate digital assets. And it looks like uh, the agencies came up with some some reports, and uh, it appears that, uh, like I said, we're we're behind the curve here. Um, well, a little bit, but not so much. And I only say that because databases, right? Cryptocurrency right. is nothing but a giant decentralized database. So as long as we can access and figure out that John and Sally owns wallet number, whatever, then basically we can track whatever we need to track. Right, right. So 
it's not that big of a leap, but uh, we are still a little behind. But the impact of of the U.S. having a uh, having a digital dollar uh, is going to be quite big, isn't it? Um, yes, because now it gives some visibility into everything. If we switch to a digital dollar, that means basically everything from you buying, you know, Sonic to a, a, an engagement ring to whatever, it has the ability to be tracked and tied directly to you and they can find, they don't even have to have a paper trail. They just ask the ledger what, from this wallet, what was all purchased and they can see everything. So basically they can go, okay, Josh, uh, Josh purchased, um, some uh some candy on this day and he purchased yes. some toilet paper on this day and some cat litter on this day correct but it wouldn't be josh it'll be wallet number one two three four five right yeah but it, it's literally just a small hop skip and jump away to say oh this is josh's wallet that sounds like an issue there uh maybe a privacy issue it could be and that's why i want to see how they handle that Right. Because that's the, the major concern of most people and they're dealing with cryptocurrency. They went to cryptocurrency to avoid that additional scrutiny. And um, now, basically, somehow it's coming back and we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. I just leave it at that. Right. Right. Well, we'll follow this and more after this on Arbitrage Weekend. Stick around. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, we'll probably stay together. Probably? <laughs> it's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, okay, now tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Royal fans poured into the heart of London to experience the flag-lined roads, pomp-filled processions, and above all, brave a miles-long line for the once-in-a-lifetime chance to bid adieu to Queen Elizabeth II, who died after an unprecedented seven decades on the throne. And while they're here, they're packing hotels, restaurants, and shops. Visitors crowding into central London from as far away as the U.S. and India for the historic moment are giving a boost to businesses at a time when the British economy is facing a cost-of-living crisis fueled by the highest inflation in four decades and predictions of a looming recession. This is the history you know. This happens once in the lifetime, said Kanak Benedict, who was visiting from India with his wife and filed past the Queen's flag-draped coffin this week, so we became a part of it. The pomp and pageantry leading up to the funeral for Britain's longest reigning monarch underscored the royal family's power as a global attraction from an elaborate military procession for a crown-topped coffin 
drawing live viewers from around the world to piles of flowers filling up Green Park near Buckingham Palace and gift shops hastily turning out souvenirs commemorating the Queen's life as people clamor for mementos. Hundreds of thousands paid tribute to the Queen in the four days that her body laid in state ahead of her state funeral Monday, pushing up demand for hotel rooms in central London that in some cases doubled in price. Hundreds of world leaders, from U.S. President Joe Biden to Japan's emperor and empress plus their entourages, needed places to stay as they arrived for the Queen's funeral. So did police officers coming from around Britain to help with security. Occupancy levels reached an all-time high of 95%, according to London-based group booking platform hotelplanner.com. That's not surprising when you consider that the eyes of the world really are on the capital and media, dignitaries, and members of the public, just like myself, who want to be a part of such a historic occasion, said Thomas Emanuel, senior director of hotel analytics firm STR. All 35 rooms at the two-star Corbigo Hotel in London's Victoria neighborhood near Buckingham Palace were booked, duty manager Riaz Badar said. Nowadays, rooms are full in this area, not only in our hotel, but all the hotels in this area, Badar said. On the Thames, the Riverside Cafe that's next to the miles-long, round-the-clock line for people to get a glimpse of the Queen's coffin has been extremely busy, manager Zeb Estanek said. He's been opening two hours earlier than normal at 7 a.m. We were busy like this when the Queen Mum passed away in 2002, but it wasn't as busy as it is this week, Istanik said. Also along the route, Jason Rich's food stall, fed by plants, was doing brisk business selling lentil burgers. It's a long queue, Rich said, so it definitely had a good boost on the business. The UK was already an attractive place to visit as demand rebounds for international travel since the COVID-19 pandemic and the weakened pound, especially for American visitors, makes transatlantic travel more affordable. The British economy is reeling from rising energy costs spurred by Russia's war in Ukraine. More after this on Arbitrage News Weekend. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. <laughs> the dad joke. Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. <laughs> so take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager. Learning the lingo. Jelly. Jelly adjective. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Royce, uh, a lot of... Uh... Crypto miners went down over the weekend uh, for the last time, apparently. Uh, yes, it was a lot quieter. Millions in a lot of, of voices 
suddenly screamed out all at once and then we're suddenly silenced. <laughs> well, I can tell you, I've been around crypto miners and uh, it's pretty quiet around there, isn't it? Now, yes, it is. Uh, basically, all you uh, people who are uh, mining uh, Ethereum with the GPUs and the ASIC miners trying to get just a little bit extra out of the system. Well, they switched the system, and Ethereum has taken quite a hit from it, too. Uh, it's fallen about $600 since the merge. Oh, wow. Well, I didn't losing know that. almost a third of its value. Yeah, really? So, yeah. all right. We, we know Ethereum around here. We've, we've dealt in it for years, and, and mm -hmm. you know our customers have dealt with it. What's, what's going on here? Uh, basically, it's switching from proof of work to proof of stake. Proof of work was saying basically that if uh, basically each person is trying to discover an Ethereum and everyone's working together to do that, and every time it discovers one, a brute force gets the, the uh, address for an Ethereum coin, um, basically it's split among all the people who work towards getting it. Well, that's completely gone now. Now we're switching to proof of stake, which is about 99.99% uh, more energy efficient because basically you're not uh, brute forcing anymore. The GPUs, the CPUs aren't just cycling and constantly drawing power to create Ethereum. Now, basically, it sort of works like a savings account. As long as you have Ethereum, you win because basically it, it, it appreciates anywhere between 5 to 15% more Ethereum every year. So instead of instead of mining Ethereum, instead of, of building Ethereum, in a way, you you buy yeah. already built Ethereum and you have a bag of Ethereum, basically. Yep, and every and the longer you hold it, the more it's worth. Okay. Sort of like gold. Yeah, yeah. So primarily, this software update that they just did, it's it's. Um, it's called Ethereum 2.0, if I'm not, not mistaken. That is true. And it yeah. also comes with smart contracts. Smart contracts allow basically um, the elimination of basically mundane tasks, like closing on a house or getting it appraised or the different phases that are in a normal contract. You yeah. can literally program it into an Ethereum contract, and now you alleviate the need for a closing attorney, a lawyer, and a whole bunch of other things because it's already written into the contract, making it really easy for uh, Ethereum to basically change the, literally the face of what is contractual law right. going forward. So explain that a little bit more, right? Uh, the normal closing yeah. on a house, right? It's, not, yeah. it's, it's around, I believe the last figure I saw was around 50 days. Uh, it could yeah. be. Um, with this new uh, smart contract, it could be almost instantaneous, not have yeah, to worry. Not instantaneous, but basically you don't have anyone waiting. So basically it's always an if or then scenario. Uh, not have to worry about any, any sort of uh, closing attorneys or, or any kind of paperwork. Well, you still like have to worry about those if you did it that way. But basically all the people who are involved in the contract get to sign off. And once they're done, it's done. So it's literally bye, bye, bye. You're finished. Okay, you're next. You're next. You're next. Well, we're done as well. See you next time on Arbitrage News. Bye, Royce. Bye. See you next time. 
Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, is a privately held market research company. Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, is solely responsible for the preparation and distribution of the content of this podcast. The opinions offered in this podcast are for informational purposes only and are not intended to be investment advice. Seek a duly licensed professional for investment advice. For more information about the informational research and services offered by Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, please visit Arbitrage trade.com A lot can happen in 3 years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly 3 years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.